Thanks for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have here today with me my very good friend, Valerie Kading, and Valerie and I have been talking about dating, and we'll continue to talk about dating, but I wanted to ask Valerie uh, just to share with you where she serves here at our church, at Compass Bible Church. Well, thank you for asking me to come today mm-hmm. and talk more about this fun topic, uh, yes. and I mean that sincerely. <laughs> um, it's a hard one, but it's a fun one. Yes. Um, where do I serve? Right now, I'm serving in the Together Ministry. Oh, what's that? It's a super cool ministry that is uh, singles, whether um, widowed or divorced. Mm. Most have kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just working, using God's Word and trying to figure out how do we navigate through this tough time of them being single after um, after losing their spouse in one way or another. Yeah. So I... Um, it's near and dear to my heart because I was married for 17 years, and then after my marriage ended, um, um, I was single for six years. Yes. So I know what it's like to be single with kids, um, and I was single for a long time. Yeah, trying, yes. Trying to find that guy. Yes, Which yeah. I did, yay. Yes, and I got to observe and hang out with you during that process when you were dating and loved watching you mm. date and just the way that you surrendered everything really to the authority of Christ and you walked through it all so biblically in Thank such an exemplary that. way. You really mm. did. And you know, I'm I brag about as, you all the time. I'm smiling as you're saying that because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. without tears and heartache. Right, like, right. But you did such a good job and really have set oh. the bar high for for us and for our ladies. And you know, God prospered you as well. I mean, you Praise know, God. yeah, He's given you a very godly man, mm-hmm. and you know, He He worked all these things together for good. Yes. So, okay, you're serving in the Together Ministry. Mm-hmm. Have you served anywhere else at Compass? Yeah, well, I've been here a while, so um, yes. over the years there's been uh, different requests made, and my first response when the church will ask me, hey, can you handle uh, mm-hmm. feeding the kids in the high school ministry, because mm-hmm. um, we're going to take the kids out to Lake Havasu with the leaders, and uh, there's probably 500 people out there, and there's wow. no kitchen, and wow. I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> wow, well, how hard can That's that be? a lot of people. Yeah, so yeah. again, a lot of prayer and organization and... Um, um, but yeah, loading up Penske trucks with wow. forklifts of food and, and bussing wow. all, you know, trucking all that food out there and trying to feed all those kids. And I had a great team, you know, there's about 20 of us that were out there with our aprons on feeding those kids and the leaders. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And you do have that gift of overseeing and managing, and you do a great job overseeing these huge events. I mean, when you're mm-hmm. getting Penske trucks to bring the food I, in. Well, that wasn't really my intention. Event. It really wasn't. Yeah. But as the as the menu grew and the, right. and the number of kids coming yeah. kept coming, I thought, okay, Lord, I guess we're going to need a truck. And yeah. then it's like, okay, I guess we need two trucks wow. and they need to be refrigerated. And yeah. Yeah. It just, it kind of mushrooms and... Yes. Um, but yeah, it's um, I'm not afraid of a big task, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. like I said I always I'm praying about it going, "Okay, Lord, like how hard can it be?" And I also, you know, I think about Moses. He took people through mm-hmm. the through the, you know, wilderness for 40 years. I mean, right. I got Costco. You know, <laughs> how hard can it be? You yeah, know. Totally. Well, so, no, you do a great well, job with it. And then so that. we saw you do such a great job. We snatched you up in women's ministry <laughs> yeah. and used you for our events yeah, as well. That's been yes. fun too. Yeah, yeah. Leading, leading the women's retreats is, mm-hmm. has been a, a joy for me and Yeah. 
it's funny how God, um, I'm being probably maybe too transparent here, but I, <laughs> when you asked me to do that, I told you I really don't like women yeah. that much. Yeah. And you're like, Valerie, that's not a godly trait. And you yeah. know what? It's, it was something I needed to work on. And <laughs> I, um, and I, uh, just honestly just grew to love women yeah. more and more and, yeah. uh, appreciated, mm. um, just the time with the women and it just, it's a very dear, um, ministry to my heart that women's retreat. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah. So thank you for asking me to help you yeah. with that. Well, and absolutely. I learned, I learned a lot. Yes. And our women love you very much and love yes. working with you. Thank and you for that. those retreats are life changing. I mean, they're those times to get away for the weekend and really just, so you know, important. yeah, cut Re- the cord on all the distractions of yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know, meditate on God's word. Have think somebody else things. cook for you. Yeah, you know, exactly. Being taught godly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for being the point person for those retreats because, you know, spiritual change takes place at those events and you're, you know, you've Thanks made a big asking impact me to serve. there. Yeah. yeah. Trust me with that. And yeah. then you've served uh, as a women's Bible study leader as Did well. for many years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do great facilitating small groups and then overseeing big events. And all of that, I think, is the fruit of the self-control in your life. Mm. Um, you know, you do exhibit self-control. I, I've just, you know, known you for almost two decades and watched you and, you know, you've got a lot going on. You're managing your home well. You've got three kids. You're a great wife and you serve down here at church. You work as well. And so, you know, self-control is definitely one of your high spots, one of your great characteristics. And I think that's something that we've decided that uh, is very important to look for in those that we will be potentially dating. Yeah. Somebody that exhibits self-control. Last time we looked at the first of our four non-negotiables, we said, and that was that they be a Christian. Mm -hmm. I mean, that should be kind of a no-brainer for Mm -hmm. us, but sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes we want to hope that maybe he'll come around. Exactly. They call it the missionary dating, right? Yeah, right. Yes. We're the <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that they be a Christian and not only a Christian, but on the same page spiritually. Right. I mean, running hard after Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the second is that they would be somebody who is just characterized by self-control, right. which would be a fruit, an evidence of that relationship with God. Because we do need to see, you know, when they say that they're Christians, are they bearing fruit consistent with a Christian testimony? Yeah. And we see that in uh, Galatians, the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, talking about the fruit of the Spirit, the, the works that will result in our life because of our connection to the Spirit, because we have a relationship with Christ. And those fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and... Self-control. That's right, Mm -hmm. self-control. And that's so important that we look for uh, men who are characterized by self-control. We said, you know, it's kind of like important that we look for certain disciplines Mm -hmm. that they are mastering or carrying out on a regular basis in their life. Uh, When we talk about disciplines, what what do you think is the most important discipline that they, you know, have evident in their life or mm-hmm. as a characteristic in their life. Right. You know, as you're talking and you're um, telling, you know, we're talking about their characteristics that it's, I like to think of it as a pattern. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking right. for a pattern in their yes. life. And yes. That's been taught to me by pastors here where they've said, you know, look for a pattern. Mm-hmm. And so by the good. way, just because they miss it one time, or let's say the pattern has a hiccup, yeah. I mean, my self-control is I'm hoping 
um, more and more self-controlled as my faith grows yes. and as I become a more mature Christian, that doesn't mean that I can not have perfect self-control. Of right. course, yes. right? Sinner. Yes. And it's the same thing when I was dating. It's like you know, and when we're dating and looking for a man, we're looking for patterns and um, and they should... So good. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So you're saying that, you know, it's not like there could never be a fall in right. this area, right. but this is the consistent pattern mm -hmm. of your life. You might mess up, but when somebody looks at you, like the way I look at you, I would say, I see you as someone who's marked by self-control. And I'm sure that you could tell me of all sorts of times that you've maybe rather not. failed. Frank, <laughs> frankly, rather not. Self-control. Especially but on the podcast. pattern of your life <laughs> right. is self-control. That's and my that's what we're looking for. That's right. Yes. Yes. And um, and again, when we do fail, um, and the pattern is not consistent with what it should be, is when um, we need to repent from that. You yeah. know, that's when I need to. I look at it and go, "Wow, that did not line up with the pattern that I want yes. to be known for." Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that would please God. Absolutely. So um, yes. But yeah, when you're talking about dating patterns, um, you know, there's there's several, um, and there one is really important to me. And I guess it's um, uh, hot on my mind right now. It's heavy on my mind because we just got done talking about um, his testimony and how yes. important it is to be equally yoked with, a, with yes. another Christian. Yes. With that would be evidence of his faith, right? And mm -hmm. it would be um, his spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. Like, is, is he reading God's word? Yeah. And um, I don't mean just reading it, but like, can he quote it? And does mm -hmm. he um, does he get excited about it? Or right. is it more like uh, just a task and he checked the box that morning and I did my daily Bible reading, I'm good? Mm. Or does he really... Um, and you can tell when a guy does is not that... Um, He's not that interested in it. Like he knows the Bible, but it's not like, you know what I'm saying? There, yes. what, there's not like a joy when he talks about it. Yeah, and absolutely. Well, did you have anybody that you dated and maybe you tried to engage in a conversation about, you know, spiritual disciplines, like about time in the word, and maybe they didn't have it and it was kind of evident that yeah, they think, weren't somebody who read the Bible or mm -hmm. enjoyed reading the Bible? Yeah, of course. And it's funny because I did a lot of online dating. <clears throat> and I remember the guys, several men would say they're spiritual, but not religious. And I always wanted to like kind of dissect that and be like, what do they mean by that? So when I would meet with them, like well, you said spiritual, but not religious, what does that mean? And some guys, you know, uh, a, a believer, like a real uh, guy who was seriously following Christ said, Hey, you know what? I really just don't like labels. I'm in God's word every day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I thought, okay, great. Cause right. I don't, you don't need to have a label. Right. But other guys are, they're spiritual, but not religious, meaning they don't, succumb to any real faith. And right. so again, I'm looking for a guy who's doing really what I'm doing because mm. I'm looking for a partner that I can line up yes. with. And so I'm hoping he's going to be in God's word. I'm yeah. hoping he's praying about his decisions. Right. I'm hoping that he's waiting on his decisions for God to open doors and to um, lead him. Um, you know, obviously church attendance, church service. Mm -hmm. uh, all Do you think it'd be important to say, you know, when you're talking about praying uh, to expect them to pray with you? Yes. Probably not on the first date, frankly. Okay. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> right, well, no, right, I w yeah. that'd be wonderful, but right. that's not really how it goes. We're still trying to figure out who each other, right. who we are and yes. who he is, you know, all that. But and if um, you really look like your profile picture. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, but definitely, of course, praying, uh, praying for our relationship, mm -hmm. whether it's in God's plan or yeah. not. Right. And also, you know, being open-handed about that. So when God says no, it's which happened to me too. It's like we kept praying about it and it just, it never mm -hmm. sat well, like yeah. just couldn't get peace about it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Very good. Yeah. So that's important. Number one, that they be, you know, having that pattern, a consistent pattern of 
reading the Bible, praying, and even being involved in church. Anything else you can think of? Well, again, Stephanie, as we are talking about this whole podcast, you know, this whole uh, topic of dating is Mm -hmm. I want to be the same thing I'm asking him to be. Right. Right. So I have to be taking time in God's word. I need to be serving and I want to be, you know, uh, having the regular church attendance. And Mm -hmm. again, none of those things are, um, make me a Christian, right? right? None of that makes me a Christian. They're just evidence of Yes. Of my love for the Lord. Right. So that's what I'm looking for in him. Right. Yes. So you're looking for that testimony and then the fruit that would back up that testimony. He says he's a Christian. Yeah. Let's see if you're living the life of a Christian. Yeah. 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 That's great. Any other areas that you think that, you know... There's a few, actually. Okay. So there's some practical, I mean, not only spiritual disciplines, but there's some other disciplines. I mean, for example... One of them I thought is super important is their spending. Mm. Like what's it look like on the date or what they talk about? Does their spending line up with, um, with, I'm not going to say that you're going to know their income, but if they're over, if they're trying to impress you with, Um, an expensive meal, and then they drive off in a car that's that's beat up, and they live with their parents. You know, <laughs> right, you're kind of right. thinking, you right. may he may not have his spending under control. Right, right. Well, I mean, Absolutely. It, seriously, yes, yeah, yeah. So, no, did you ever experience anything near that? Yes, <laughs> yes. I have examples. If you want to ask yeah, me an example yeah, for yeah. any of these, yeah, I have. I, know. I have it's... lots of examples, but yes, um, yeah, guys that would, um, you know, th- I mean, one of them didn't have a job, and yeah. um, so it was a constant. Uh, struggle. Yeah. Yes. To yeah. and it, it didn't have to be a fancy job. I'm right. Looking, I'm just looking for a guy who has right. self control. Right. So yes. So is spending consistently with their means, not overspending, just able to manage money well. Right. Yes. Which would be self control. Yep. Yes, because I'm sure they would be tempted to show off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you want to see somebody trying to who's, impress. And yes, it's like I'm not impressed by that. I'm really impressed with your heart. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe you're out on the date and they're not overspending or whatever. Any other areas of self control you might need to keep an eye on? <laughs> well, these are all, um, like I said, these are dating experiences I've had. Um, I'd say another one would be um, overeating and over drinking, frankly, mm, and that right. was. Um, evident. I mean, you want to, if I can give you another example. Yeah. Was, we love the examples. <laughs> well, Save us the pain. Well, I'm, I remember, um, being at a restaurant with this guy. I was excited to meet him. We had already talked a lot on the phone. I'm like, yay. He's involved in his church. He was actually on staff with the church. Wow. And I thought, okay, this yeah. is wow. Okay. Yes. That's gotta yeah. be, he's gotta have fruit, right? Yes, so, absolutely. And, and sure. So we, and the more we talked and the more we exchanged, um, you know, emails and stuff, I thought, yeah, okay, well, we get to the restaurant and he ordered a Chardonnay. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, right. you know, one Chardonnay, okay, well, then it was two and okay. then it was more. Wow. And it kept going and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> oh my goodness. well, and that goes to self-discipline. And I'm thinking if you're going to yes. drink that much, where's your self-control? And Yeah. Wow. It, not good. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, if they're... Indulging in yeah. drinking, they're not exercising self-control, probably a red flag. Yes. No time to, you know, be the, the savior, right. be the I'm, messiah to yeah. this guy and try to save him. Yeah. I'm not his mom. Yeah. I'm also not the police. You right. Know, to right. Like, Just cut the cord. But yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> next. Next. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. really good. Yes. Anything else? Okay. I'll keep going. Well, yes. I have a few on my mind. Um, okay. Another one would be uh, cleanly, cleanliness. Okay. And I think when we're dating, and mm-hmm. I think, I know that when we're dating, we should be like on the top of our game. Like we're going to treat the date, you know, as as a date. Like we're yeah. going to, you know, 
shower, right? At minimum, yeah, and, yeah, totally. Um, and you know, try to try to look appropriate and mm-hmm. and um, and fun and have a good time. But I just to have a guy who comes in who's disheveled and yeah. um, just shows me that he does not have control, you know, over even himself and his mm-hmm. own cleanliness. Right. And frankly, it kind of translated that he didn't care enough about the mm-hmm. date to me. Right. And yeah. Kind of was like, mm. yeah. Now, I, I can't imagine you actually having had any dates that came in like that because you're always just put together. Oh, and no, I'm no. not. <laughs> no. Are you are. No, but on you a date, I think... very professional. Oh, and did you ever have anybody who came in with just kind of like, a, I don't really care too much about this and I just woke yeah. up and drug myself out of bed, look? Yeah, too busy. He was just too <laughs> yeah, busy yeah. To, to care. Yeah, yeah, and, um, totally. Then that was not... Yes. That wasn't okay. Yeah, absolutely. Lack of self-control in mm-hmm. that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a bummer. Um, yeah. And just, like I said, taking care of your appearance mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and again, we don't have to go all crazy. Right, and, But absolutely. I'm just saying, be clean. Yes. Have your appearance look. Yes, brush your teeth. Like you care. Yes. Yeah. Use deodorant. That'd be nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tie your shoes. A little bit of cologne, yeah. not too yeah. much. Yeah. Yes, for the... sure not too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So what about um, if they have kids in the home? Um, yeah, do you think one. that that in any way could be a reflection of their patterns of self-control, you know, the way that they do or don't manage their children? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um because if the kids, that's such a huge one. It mm-hmm. really, that probably should have been at the top of my list or close to the top anyway. But um, yeah, with the kids, if their parenting style is super loose, you know, and it's going to be, and I'm going to be living in the same house if we get married and we're yeah. all in the same house together. Um, how is his parenting style going to line up with my parenting style? And is it God pleasing? Mm-hmm. Um, also, what's the effect going to be on my kids? You right. know, if he's that loose with his kids, that means right. the rules are going to lighten up for my kids. And I'm so, yeah. Um, I mean, a funny example, again, I'm just throwing out some, some funny old stories, but, uh, one was, uh, this guy went out with and, Again, he had fruit. Um, everything seemed to be lining up. Mm-hmm. We, um, he actually met our met the, our, my pastor. Yeah. Um, and my pastor was saying, you know what, Val, I'm not sure mm. about his. Fa- I mean, it's mm-hmm. I don't know that it's super deep, right. which is okay. You know, right? That's but he was saved. Right. So we were excited about this guy. Anyway, he got on a cruise ship with his son, and his son got pulled over for. Um, for drugs in his suitcase. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty serious. <clears throat> well, and so I said to to my, my friend, this guy I'm dating, so what'd you do? Like, yeah. did you like leave the cruise ship? Right. Or like, you know, how do you, how do you handle like yeah. disciplining that? And he's like, well, you know, he's 17 and he's going to do that kind of thing. So we just threw it overboard and, you know, oh went on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I thought, okay, wow, that is probably not how I would have handled it with my three kids. My, ki- my kids listen yes, to this, I'm, they'd be yeah, laughing going, Yeah, she, she definitely would, would no. not have just thrown it overboard. That would not have been the only... the sunscreen. Yeah, there would be yeah. some discipline. Yeah. And I, I started thinking to myself how much that would bother me if mm. I were married to yeah. him because yes. I can't just not take action. That's right. our job, like yeah. provide boundaries for the kids yes. and, you know, um, consequences. Yes, and yes. Yeah, such a great point. And I think that's something that people would often overlook is, mm-hmm. you know, this guy that they're dating, if he does have kids, you know, how does he, yeah. you know, expect his kids to exercise self-control and how how does he manage those mm-hmm. children? Super good point. Mm-hmm. And how you can know, our families work together? Yeah. And how are we going to blend this one? Yes. So. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's super good. Um, you know, one of the areas I think of self-control that's got to be touched on is the area 
idea of sexual desires. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, how long were you single for in six between? Years. Six years. Okay. So I'm sure in those six years, you probably had some sexual desires. Yeah. And you have to control those or manage those. So, you know, uh, give us some tips or some help, some suggestions here when it comes to looking for a guy who's able to exercise self-control when it comes to sexual desires. Because some guys are going to say that everybody's doing it, right? Yeah. Most guys. Okay. Most guys. Yes. Really. Okay. Um, And uh, it's like, there's so many comments I can make about this. Mm. It's just a... um, yeah. First of all, I think having a sexual desire is a good, healthy thing, yes. frankly. I think it's yeah. a God-given thing that yes. he desired us to desire men. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it is supposed to be in the confines of marriage. Yes. So to me, that was definitely an indication that I wanted to remarry mm-hmm. because yes. I want to be pleasing to God. I yeah. want to um, to um, have sex in the confines of a marriage. Right. So, um, I mean, meeting Gary was, um, when I met him, his, one of the first things he said, I think it honestly was on our first date and he just said, Hey, you know what, if, you know, I'm not in this for sex, I want God to bless our relationship. Mm. And, um, wow. and I don't want to, um, to go down that road. And I thought, was that unusual? Well, yeah. Cause usually it's talked about later, mm-hmm. you know, right, and, um, right. and I was hoping that the man would take the lead on it yes, and it wouldn't have to be yeah. me taking the lead. Right. Um, but Great the point. fact that he would take the lead on yeah. it. Um, just made me care for him more. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say love him more. It was too early to right. say that, but yeah, respect I was excited him. to, yeah, yeah, definitely respected him. And th- again, that was evidence and, and was a pattern in his life mm. of saying, you know, this is where, this is where I want to stand with, with God. Yeah. Super good. So that was, um, but yeah. yeah, it's, I was going to say too, it's just so hard out there, Stephanie though, cause there's so, um, like that when you start online dating, I mean, just the pictures of the gals are willing to put out there. It's right. like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And the pictures the guys put out there. I right. mean, what? Yeah. Like, I don't want to see all that. Right. So um, it's hard to... Um, what would you say to someone who's listening and maybe they are dating and they're dating somebody who they have gotten involved with sexually and they're afraid that if they break it off, they're never going to get a guy? Like meaning that meaning no guy will date them unless they're sexually active. Well, I I think first of all, I mean everything goes back to trusting God, right? Right. So we right. just got to trust God that He has the right guy. I think if um, if she does love the Lord, then you know she's going to have to say this isn't right. Right. Were you ever afraid that you wouldn't be able to find a guy who would be willing to live according to the same standard that you had? That sex is a great thing but it needs to be in the framework of marriage? No, because I think there were plenty of Christian guys that were willing to abstain. Wow, that's good. Uh-huh. Yes, that's good. Um, but it's definitely um, a challenge. Yes. Any tips on you know abstaining? Like what are some of the things that you found to be helpful so that you guys didn't fall into sexual sin? Well, this was... Um, uh, this might seem kind of silly, but I, it, it worked for Gary and I, which was when we'd go on a date, he would say, hey, I'm going to be the one protecting our relationship tonight mm-hmm. that we don't get into um, sexual sin. And the next date would be my job. So <laughs> I didn't want to lead him. I didn't want us to go too far and have him right. uh, fall into sin because then right. it's going to be my fault. Right. And right. he was protecting me the right. next date. So yeah. it was both kind of like, hey, let's just protect each other. Right. That yeah. sounds kind of silly. No, that doesn't. But it worked. Yes. Well, praise God. Yeah, that's fantastic. And yeah. that's, you know, uh, you know, like Pastor Mike would say, when you stand before Christ, he's going to say, well done. I mean, that's very important to God what we do with our bodies and, you know, that we wait for 
marriage mm-hmm. to engage in sex. So that's fantastic that you guys were able to do that and, you know, encourage others that it's doable and that we don't have to go with what the world says. What about like, what would you say to our listeners who are maybe wondering, like, really, what's the big deal? I mean, doesn't everybody have sex before marriage? And, you know, once we get married, everything will be fine. So it's not that big of a deal if I have sex before we get married. Right. I, I think that we're, we need to remember the ultimate goal is to find this, a guy who we're willing to be led by, mm-hmm. right? And if he's going to be okay leading me into sin, we, we got to look at that closely. Yeah. Right? Right. And, um, and then to protect ourselves from it you know, would be smart. And obviously um, it's super tempting because we've been, you know, out of a relationship, you know, we've been divorced or, or single for a long time. So just continuing to ask God, like, would you protect me from men who are going to want to um, to go down that road? You know, yeah. protect yeah. me from that and encourage me, God, that there are men out there that will want me regardless of having sex with me or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hate to absolutely. sound so bluntly, blunt no, about it. But, but I think that's great. And, you know, like you said earlier, we're looking for patterns, mm-hmm. patterns of self-control. And if somebody isn't exhibiting these patterns of being able to control themselves sexually before marriage, there's probably a good chance that they won't be able to exhibit self-control after marriage. Right. And, you know, so when, when the lust the, runs off, you know, they yeah. say the lust lasts yes. for about a year and a half is yes. what, the, what the, you know, the, the studies <laughs> yeah, say. Okay. So I don't know if I believe that, but right. that's what they say is, uh, right. you know, so a year and a half. Um, but let's say um, that now you're in the marriage for six, seven, 15 years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, can he still control himself? Will right. he, will he have the self-control sexually yes. to um, keep his eyes on you? Yes. You yeah, know? And, absolutely. Um, it's mm-hmm. super important. It really is. And we all want to marry somebody who's going to be faithful yeah, to it's us. just such a huge decision like right. all this stuff factors yes. in yeah. and so like i said to find a guy who um who has a testimony who has these disciplines you know yeah. who's controlling himself um in, in all these different ways for the most part i'm saying has a good pattern of this mm-hmm. in his life you know we got to look at these guys closely we haven't right. even talked about um you know appearance you know right. like are we right. attracted to them right. to me this is all stuff that we're looking at internally right to yeah, find totally. a good guy Yeah, absolutely. So good. Well, with self-control too, I think we should just mention anger. Mm. I mean, it's super important that we don't date or, or, you know, stay in a dating relationship or marry somebody who is prone to anger, can't control their anger. Right. Uh, Do you have anything to add to that or comment on that? Just to reiterate, you know, the pattern. Yeah. Of course, we're going to get angry. And of course, he's going to get angry. Yes, yes. And whether it's at me or my kids or at his kids or whatever, yeah. I mean, we're going to get a chance to see him be explosive or have a chance to be explosive. And um, that's uh, that's why I think we date for a, a while. Like yeah. we don't, you know, we don't want to date too long where you get into sexual sin, but right. you want to date long enough to let, to mm. see all these kinds yeah. of things come to surface. Right. And to see how he handles it when he's upset. Yeah. You know, is he going to handle it? Um, you know, and again, it's a pattern. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But anger, like consistent anger, and especially if there's fear involved, like yeah. if he's getting angry and I find myself fearful. Right. I, that's a, a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's it's when a, when a man gets uh, angry and I'm not in fear, I think that's fair. You know, right. he's, he's angry and right. he's got a reason for it and whatever. But I'm just saying to be uh, angry and I'm fearful. Mm, right. Not totally. good. Yeah. And we do have, you know, friends here at Compass who have married men who become physically abusive, Mm. you know, after they get married and that's tragic Mm. and something that, you know, we want to try to identify. Yeah. For sure. 
ahead of time if possible. If yeah. somebody is not able to control their anger, uh, did you in dating ever run across any guys that seem to have these explosive tempers or just lose their temper over something where you thought, oh, funny. wow. Yeah, it's funny because this one guy comes to mind. I remember um, we had dinner at the chart house here in Dana Point and mm-hmm. um, after dinner was over with, I'm, you know, I've been praying about it through the meal, like, mm, I don't know. And then as he just kept talking and the more he talked, like he was using, he used foul language as oh, he's wow. telling a story. He's mm-hmm. Um, he was really into video games, which I mean, that's, <laughs> Hey, it's, it's okay. Yeah. If you're, if right. we're both into it, great, but I'm right. not. So right. it was like, mm, that's probably not going to fly. He didn't like chocolate. I mean, oh. come on, that's, a, that's a deal killer right there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, seriously, there were just some things that mostly it was mm-hmm. his, um, lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, spiritual, but not religious. And as the more he talked, the more I realized that we're on different, we're in a different place, mm-hmm. um, spiritually. So when the date was over and we're going out to the valet, um, uh, the valet, uh, uh, station out, yeah. outside, uh, we gave our ticket. Thank goodness the guy had run off to get the car <laughs> because that guy, I said, hey, you know what? I just don't think we're a good match. Right. I think that, you know, yeah. we just line up differently. And, um, but thank you. This was a, you know, fun evening and right. blah, blah, blah. We, we went Dutch, by the way. So it's right. not like I was freeloading off him. <laughs> right. He didn't really have, I didn't think a right. big reason to be mad. Well, he starts screaming at, oh, and as goodness. he's yelling at me, <laughs> telling me that the Bible's going to keep me warm at <laughs> night and all this horrible, wow. like, I thought, thank you, God, that totally. this guy is revealing himself yeah. yes. to have this horrible yeah. and temper where he He's really like nasty. And I'm thinking if this is what he's willing to do publicly, how would he talk to me in private? Yes. So yeah, next. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. Red flag, Mm -hmm. bright red flag. Next. Mm -hmm. Very big bright red flag. Waving, waving flag. So important that we date and marry men who lay down patterns of Mm self-control. The second of our four Mm non-negotiables. And we're going to look in our next episode at the third of our four non-negotiables. We're going to look at a work ethic. Basically, we want to date a guy, marry a guy who's a hard worker. Yeah. So until then, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Comment on it or like it if you have the option in your podcast app. Please share with a friend so we can get more subscribers. And if you have any questions or topic suggestions, feel free to email wf at compasschurch.org. I know in the past I've had ladies email some of our guests um, some more detailed questions. So if you want to email Valerie any more detailed questions, go to wf at compassjudge.org and let us know what you're thinking. Until then, we will talk to you next time. (laughs) 